to match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat children. All right, y'all. We back at the motherfucking Tough Talk Podcast. Your boy, Phil Hunt. Andre D. Thompson. Say what's up, Andre. All right, y'all. We back here at the motherfucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we got a guest for y'all today. Our first guest. Yeah, bitch. Nigga, your voice is so confusing. I don't know if you was straight and turn gay or used to be gay. <laughs> I like women's, 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 women's. <laughs> I'm delivered. I we got a guest. We got yes. a guest. Our guest is I today. I used to have pocketbooks. I used to wear mascaras. Our guest oh, is shit. Kevin Mason, uh, a.k.a. Grim on Power. Yeah, Black Grimace. What's going on? Um, tough Talk people. Now, if yeah, only you would go. stop getting beat up on there. Uh, That's the issue. Well, so, on, on the first couple seasons I was on, I did take a few L's. You know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't the best look for the character. Uh, but, yeah, no. It's, this is part of telling a story. It wasn't, you know, the character was yeah, yeah, a bitch. Fucked up. Nah, know. the character wasn't a bitch. He just was in the wrong place at the and wrong the time. And the biggest so you've been guy. method acting your whole life. Oh, fuck That you. has to take the hell. <laughs> The biggest guy. So how did uh how did power come about? Maybe tell the right, listeners well, a little something up. How you got the part? I here thinking that this is happening to everybody because you got to work. I just got. I was lucky and I was ready for the opportunity. Um, basically, what happened was um, I was doing background work. I was uh, doing comedy. I was doing background work. I had left my job and I was trying to make some extra money. And um, I've been on every show except for Power. One of my goals when I was doing background work was to be on every major show they filmed in New York. So I did Law and Order, um, did a bunch of other stuff. And every time I would apply for Power, weren't you in Daredevil? Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah. I'm sorry, Black Daredevil yeah. people. Yeah, that's right. Black. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's got you know. Yeah, you were in Luke Cage. I right. remember watching the episode and being like, "Yo, I think that was Cav right there." Yeah. Luke Cage has got thick skin, so when people say mean shit about him, don't bother him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, one of those yeah, bounce right off. Boo, nigga! You <laughs> was, was deep in the back, but you was there. You was on it. And I was, I was happy about that. I was like, yo, there go my man. I had to freeze it right quick and zoom in on you, but I was like, that's him. It was a flash. It was a flash. That's him. You're going to get all that work, you know. Y'all can't see Kev, but Kev, how tall are you? Was about 6'4"? 6'4". 
Kev's a big guy, so yeah, he yeah. about to get all that security guard work, yeah. all that goon work. Definitely. He about to get all that work. I'm, I'm five five. I don't know. If yeah, yeah, I don't know. know if my goon game is on. I don't, I don't think I fit the goon stereotype. What's Andre, it? you need to get in on that goon work. Mm, I can. I'm pretty. Yeah, you want to be a model and shit. Yeah, didn't you? Didn't you uh, do ads for like watches and shit? Bevel? He did bevel. Bevel, 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 bevel ads. More different ads. Yeah, it's too, he's too pretty for Google. Yeah, hey, like you know, Bevel, that's the black shaving cream company, if y'all don't know. You they know. won't believe it. Help y'all get them razor bumps up off And if neck. I do end up as some type of, like, a uh, tough guy, it's because I'm, gonna, I'm the gangster that has has a passion. I, I can I can change. <laughs> he, has a, he has a dark past. It's, that's what it is. It's always some <laughs> fucking shit. He's pretty boy type. Me. He's a killer, yeah. but he's also a great artist. That like, why he got his shirt paintings. off in every scene? He, he's at a funeral. <laughs> Every time I ever got into anything else, somebody's boyfriend. Hilarious. So you feel typecast, Andre? Is that what's happening? Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling typecast. Because sometimes people do feel typecast, and it's a level to it of like, yes. I feel typecast, but then there's also a level of like, nigga, be thankful you have a type. Yeah. Like, be thankful you fit something. I, I'm trying to break out of that too. That's, I lost a lot of weight, and y'all can see me, but the people who don't know, I used to be 280 pounds uh, at the beginning of this year. Of muscle! No, that was all fat. Solid. No, hey, was, the people don't know. 280 pounds solid fat. <laughs> <laughs> you never hear nobody say that. You always hear people say of muscle. They never go, of fat. I had to drop some of that weight, so I dropped about 40 pounds down to about 231, and I'm just trying to change how I'm yeah, perceived. You, you so you I slim and trim. You slim and trim now. 231, yeah. I'm 235. Well, how tall are you? 6'1". There you go. Height with two inches make a difference. Okay, it's starting to sound like a boxing match. I'm six one. Size me up Left hand. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. With the red trunks with the sequin. <laughs> I definitely would wear the sequin. Definitely uh, would do the sequin. Yeah. I would recommend the book for anybody um, who's interested. This is a very good book about acting. Um, Michael came with a book called uh, Acting for Film, and he talks oh, yeah. about. Yeah, he, I'm not gonna say what I want. No, go ahead, man. No, uh, say it with your chest, though. Nah. With your chest. When Kevin Hart did that uh, interview against Cat, that shit show well. He said that shit with his chest. Yeah, he did. You kicked my little sister's ball over the fence, and I want it back. He said that shit with his chest. I, was I just like, find it funny that the nigga got arrested. He was cussing. They got yeah, Kev yeah. mad. Cat, Cat got arrested. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but that was yeah. some bullshit that his people should have told him about. Anyway. Hey, y'all think about that. I'm, I'm tired of seeing black comedians argue Wait, hold on. I mean, let me finish that thought before we get to that. Michael Caine's book, Go Get It, it'll tell you about acting for camera um, and how to kind of be the best. Like, if you're going to be the security guard, be the best security guard because that's what happened to him. He was playing... Michael Caine, the British actor, was playing a cockney accent English guy every movie he was in until he got so good. It was like, well, we got this guy who does this. Maybe give him a shot to do this because he's doing so well with it. So that's how he broke out of that mold. In the same way, I'm hoping that happens to me. I'll break out of this. Yeah, movie. that's how game. everything works. So what, what's, what's the role you want to play? Start off. I don't know. Maybe What's that movie with the lawyer? Uh, Blindside? <laughs> Where they adopted a big... Black dude. Yeah, yeah. They went to the kettle and were like, and he went that to the NFL and everybody one. else adopted a big black dude and he did not go to the NFL and they were like, God damn it. Okay, it's too late now. How did we pick the wrong one? <laughs> oh, you could do Blindside after the NFL. You That movie. Man, I don't know. I don't want to be a football player. He's but, a thespian. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, but I'm trying to like do it all. I don't, don't want to do everything. Uh, a little everything, so. 
It's no, like, that's dope. And you, like you said, it's 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 not how small your part is. It's the yeah, way you played that part. So like you gotta break if, through if that. If you're somebody who stands out, then yeah, Bingo. you keep moving on up. We forget, you know. That's even one song. of our heroes, what Chris Rock, started off as a crackhead. Sam Jackson too. He Remember crackhead? Do that dance, Gator. Sam Jackson was a crackhead. So you know, if you a black mm-hmm. actor, your your road to success is. You got to start off playing the crackhead, baby. The crackhead in uh, no. Jungle Fever. At her height, even Halle Berry played the crackhead. She was. Uh, Jungle Fever. Same thing in Jungle Fever. Crackheads. And then she broke out of that. They tried okay. to make her look bad. Oh, yeah, she was in Jungle Fever. Couldn't make too. me a crackhead. They probably made me you a crackhead. You want to be a crackhead? That's not possible. It's because possible you're big? Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, you, you got, would have you got, to be on steroids. You got a full hairline, too. You know, <laughs> too much hope in his face. Too you would have to make me the deal, possibly. Too much hope. But yeah, cat. Uh, I wish I wish comics would stop talking about other comics. Like yo, if they publicly, good, and yeah. it's, I feel like it's only black comics. It is. You don't see. I don't ever see white comics like Dimitri Martin. But did you see that fucking special by Todd Barry? What what an asshole! Right. Like, who, who would care? On the biggest you know what I mean? platform. Yeah. And then yeah. then you had Mike Epps this week go on the Breakfast yeah, Club and talk about Kevin Hart. Right. And what's, what's the other guy? The other black comic. Um, the really funny guy. Um, yeah, not much. No, I was gonna call it Kevin Hart. Start with a T. T.K. Kirkland. T.K. And all of them talking about how he's not funny. And it's like, at a certain point, someone gets so big to a point where, in my opinion, you can't say he's not funny. You have to say, I don't think he's funny. Exactly. And then that becomes a matter of your opinion. Right. You can't to say, which I won't debate. Not funny, I won't right? debate your opinion. But when you say that person is not funny, then I'm like, all right, fam. But look what they're doing. Kevin Hart making all this money. Tiffany Hatch making all this money. He's on top. You critical, like... You know, he's on top. And they, and I, they ain't that many of us. I can't say Kevin Hart hasn't made sense because Mike Epps, of course, went on Monday and tried to say, you know, well, when you're on top, everybody's going to have something to say about you. And, you know, when you're that big, somebody is going to say something about you. And he's like trying to figure out why Kevin's mad. And I'm like, wait, but Mike, you aren't everybody. You're Mike Epps. Like, yeah, he and they're all funny. That's what. A couple of years ago, he was in that same position. Though. He was doing Friday. Yeah, you know, yeah, movies, yeah. Comedy, big movies. With, I know, went to the same high school as Mike Epps, and we from the same city, so I got nothing but love for Mike. Mike's a top five black comedian, I would say. And Mike's a great comedic actor, but it's like, I, I, Mike, stop hating. Like, who cares? Like, Mike, I check out Mike, not like, only that, but he... I was he, like, happy. I was like, oh, yeah, I know him. And he, I was happy. He cares? commented. What is that? You think he do watch ass? He, he commented. He commented on an Instagram post about Kevin Hart not being funny, like he was some random thought. He got like, a check next to his name. Who has a blue check and is commenting yeah. underneath? And, and you know, usually you see blue check people talk to blue check people. You don't too much see blue check people interacting with common folks, other than to say, "Hey, thanks." Yeah. Hey, thanks for that. He's uh, commenting like, like. But that's why I feel like, and I, I told somebody weird. this a few years ago, and I'll see what y'all think about this. But those memes, that meme culture is harmful. Like, you don't see white. No, listen to what I'm about to say. You don't see white comedians. You don't see white comedians sharing those memes like you see us sharing them. And I mean, in particular, I mean the the meme that says, you know, hey, Cat Williams, it's a picture, you know, Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. Only one of these people or, you know, one of these people has to go. And then you see mad people just going in about how this person ain't funny or that person or y'all stupid. This person got to go. I don't see, you know, 
in white culture. I don't see white them sharing memes of white comedians with Louis C.K. with Bill Burr with Seinfeld with Jim Gaffigan on it going. One of these has to go. I don't care. I don't care what it's, niggas do. I don't but I'm but I'm saying that culture. Do you feel like I feel like that culture creates this atmosphere where you nah, see this back I, and I, forth? I think people just looking to make conversation. That's all. They just trying to stir up some conversation. Yeah, but because you, you put you put names in there that you know people are going to be passionate about. It's not like if you put uh, Doodoo Brown in there with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What of these got to go? Everybody, like, Doodoo Brown. I know who Doodoo you know, Brown you know, is. But I'm, you know what I'm saying, like folks out there, Google Doodoo right. Brown if you're listening, well, baby. You know if what I'm saying? You, or if you, you put, I think J. Anthony Brown is funny, but if you put J. Anthony Brown in that same, no, I get what you're saying. They have to be big enough. But all I'm saying is, and I mean, all of three of us do comedy. We all have mad white friends on like the Facebook and everything. You don't see them sharing those memes, and I'm gonna associate it. I'm gonna make a deep dive here. All the way back to slavery. There can only be three black people in the house, baby. Everybody else got to go out in the field. One person got to go. I don't, I don't that's what I see. That's what I see when I see that. I'm not saying y'all got to agree. I'm just saying that's what I see. Maybe there's not enough. I mean, maybe and then just don't care. I, don't I feel I don't, like, I don't but, no, but I feel like we put that energy out there and then yeah. it kind of comes back. It manifests itself. There's too much work being black. I'm, I'm yeah, over it. I'm I don't like, care. When I see those things, that's what I... I, don't, I hear what you're saying. When I see those things, I just be thinking, they just trying to start... Uh, no, I mean, they own. are, and it manifests yeah. itself. And like, not only that, but it's it's a divide of, like, you want to say that's black culture, but here's what I say, the deeper divide, I think it's more of hip-hop culture. Because Jay-Z said a long time ago, he said, you know, rap is unique because it's not like any other music form. He said it's more like boxing to where... In order to be on top, you have to knock somebody out of a spot. And that's why you see all the different beefs and stuff. So where you don't really see that with the Garth Brooks and the whatever, the Sheryl Crows, they all just coexist together. Whereas with rap, again, I'm not, listen, Andre, stop. Because I hate, I hate when people refute what I'm saying but don't have any evidence. I do. So Watch hold on. No, hold on. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Me, Let me finish what I'm saying first is all I'm saying. Let me finish what I'm saying. Do we? We all work within comedy. We all understand that, yes, there are white comedians that don't like white comedians, right? We all agree that, right? But what I'm saying is you don't see it in public publicly like they're not doing interviews bashing each other really so that's all i'm saying and once again wrong. who did an interview bashing somebody name it we literally Baldwin we literally it. just went through a whole month of kevin hart at the breakfast club now granted kevin wasn't shitting on nobody he was just responding to being shitting on cat williams shitting on him mike epps shitting on kevin we just had a whole month of that well, what can like I said, I, I, name the white equivalent of I'm, that? I'm sure there is because I've heard comedians talking shit about. Death Again, death. we know comedians don't like it, but they keep it's they're smart enough. Public. They yeah, keep it behind public. the scenes. No, they made a that. fucking episode about Ooh. it on FX. Actually, Dane Cook and Louis C.K. Who? I just named that three. About, it was about joke stealing, but that was about joke stealing. I mean, that was a hey man, I think you took my joke. Well, I don't. That think, wasn't a. This nigga sucks. I also think, Phil, that it's like the media, like how it's portrayed, like whenever something's a hot topic or a hot story, they talk about it all the time. But this shit was going on with Dane Cook. They talk about it all the time and then it just stopped. 
If it's but that was a very specific case of, I think you doing, took my joke, If man. they're doing the same thing about a comic that nobody cares about, they're not going to report about it. So, of course, they're going to do it about Kevin Hart. Cat Williams just won an Emmy. Mike Epps is a big star. So, whatever these guys say. Oh, yeah, but I'm gonna, saying we feed into it, too. Because, okay. Hey, these, these guys are big. They're saying it. Might as well pay attention. But I'm saying we, feed, we feed into it because you're saying the media, and I'm mm-hmm. saying you even see the memes. Hey, man, Eddie Murphy. Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Griffin. One of these people got to go. That's not the media. That's us. I think it's comedy is subjective. You can, I can sit there, and I've told you this before. I didn't find, I, to this day, I don't find Pride funny. Everybody's like, what? You don't? I'm like, yeah, that's it's comedy. Crazy. His comedy didn't really speak to me. Different However, type of comedy, Bernie Mac, stories. I thought Bernie Mac, uh, Dom Rickles, hilarious, man. Not yeah. Dom Rickles. What the fuck is this guy's name? I guess name? that is. <laughs> and then pulled it back. No, it's, it's uh, <laughs> Don Ripple. Not Don nah, no, uh, no, it's Don Ripple's insult guy, right? White guy. Yeah, white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I thought his yeah, last name was Don Ripple. He just like, passed. He like uh, Lisa Limpinelli, too. He just passed. Oh, God. Not really? Oh. And the beginning, and, and when she yeah, first I ain't gonna started, lie, she was I can't funny stand in the beginning, her. but now it's just like. I can't stand her. Irritated. She talks Every about Every joke comes much. back to black guys not having a job, and it's just like. And then that whole. And then that whole. That whole white girl, black guys want me thing. I'm a fat white girl and I know black guys want me thing of just like nah sis we don't we don't want your she frumpy so ass cause even when black girls be big they still have a little shape to them <laughs> that thing still be juicy you see a white girl you see be big and still yeah. don't have no shape you like bitch you built like Slimer what's that Ghostbusters oh yeah, Kevin, Big Kev, uh, I don't know. What's your industry age, Kev? Industry age? I don't know. Thir- uh, no. Just pick one. Hold up, I'm trying to think. We did, I did a branding workshop with some yeah. other actors, and people guessed I was between 29 and 32. So okay. I guess that would be my industry age. But in actuality, I'm Boom. 39. So my industry age in is 30. That's my industry age. So, yeah, we both remember Ghostbusters. And Andre, just young as hell, you don't even remember Ghostbusters. You never saw Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. How old are you, man? 25. Yep. Come on, man. The he Bobby came, Brown soundtrack. He came in right at the end. He came in after With Bobby Brown on that soundtrack? That thing was through the roof, boy. Through you got, the roof? Through the motherfucking uh, uh, roof. You got to do some research. I guess See? we're going that was the taste. I was like three. Come on. You this remember he was bothering me. Ghostbusters. <laughs> I didn't do a lot of these. This shit. Ghostbusters. It, it's insane. Well, what year were you born, Andre? 92. Yeah, no, that's so happened. crazy to he me. He would have been, been too young to even remember. Because you, you, you take for granted. You think the things that yeah, you yeah. know are things that it's everybody Worldwide. Knows. He's, he's like, like, what? I don't know about Punky Brewster. So then, that, strokes. so how about late? Uh, so how about when they made Lady Ghostbusters? Did you catch that? I mean, I knew Reese's. it existed. I didn't give a fuck. But you ain't give ah. a fuck. That's hilarious. <laughs> and 92, that's that's after the Chronic? Yeah, that's after the Riots. No, the Riots. After the Chronic the, album? The chron- it yeah, might the be the same 92. year. 92, I think it's the same year. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, even I was mad young, but I can remember, you know, being in the stroller and the Chronic playing, and I'm like, I know I'm going to have me some gin and juice when I get older. Because I mean, fucking Snoop Dogg killed that shit. But yeah, that's crazy to me that people be born. I like when I was born. That's man. crazy how people keep getting born after <laughs> I was born. They keep getting mad. Ain't that, that weird? They won't stop making these people. Well, but I'm, no, Andre, you have your markers too, though. Like, I'm sure there's an album that 
you heard that might have changed your life that some kid is going to be like, what? Changed my life. Or just, it was, what's the word? Omnipresent. It was all around you. Omnipresent. Oh, 03, 50 Cent, get rich or die trying, maybe. Mm. That's meaning, not necessarily that you had to be <laughs> listening to it, but you couldn't go somewhere without hearing it, like how Cardi B was this summer. So where okay. you're just like, if I hear this song one more time, I'm gonna kill everybody. And then 15 years you later, you're like, that me, was a good it was, year. It's difficult because I'm raising two cultures. Okay, right. You got the Jamaican thing, yeah, so and you got the American thing, and your parents maybe playing Jamaican music blended. in your house. This shit that I was hearing on a daily basis. That's not that you guys don't even. I can't even translate. It. Right. <laughs> so gotcha. There was a time when Javinci was the biggest thing. And guys are stripping all these things. And y'all like, hey, huh? Exactly. So like, I wait, don't... Safari? Oh, y'all really listening to that? No, 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 no. You don't count that nigga. <laughs> he like, nah, nobody counts that. Nobody I, counts I ain't gonna lie. But you ever see the clip of him at performing at Rucker Park? And he mm. got booed? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, God, that was hilarious. I be feeling oh, bad God. because when when everyone else goes left, I, I be going right. Everybody's booing him. And I'm going... But who books Safari? Yeah, he got me promoted. I was like, why you? <laughs> who books him as as a as a musician? As a talent. Like, if you He's book him it, to, yeah. I don't know, host your party, I guess you'll get some chicks out that love love and hip hop. But who books him as an artist? And it's like, seriously, that's what the crowd is about to watch yeah, him no, perform. He, he got booed. They started throwing stuff. He, yeah, he, he didn't. He didn't take huh? it well. They were throwing shit at him. And the worst part about it was, as any comic would know, if you're getting booed, hey, you try to dig your way out. Right. He started insulting the crowd, which is yeah. Way you can he go, was like, I but fuck. the shit's got to be funny. He, he was like, I fuck chicks that you dream about, and the crowd oh, is just like, they throwing stuff, and that's what was great, and that's what I think I love about New York. He's from New York, and it's like we don't give a fuck, you ass. You are yeah, ass, That's not necessarily the same thing, though, because I noticed this is like one of the things you, you love talking about black, white, whatever the fuck. There's a certain, and it's not even black or white. This is more so poor. Poor people need little victories. That yeah, that's true. That is true. There's certain little victories. Like, <laughs> like world, they don't cut, get world stuff. Like, like, I have to yeah. cut you Why off. Why are they line. fighting in the street? No, like, not even that. Because like, that's I, all I have. I have to cut you off in this line. Yes. And nah, then 100%. stare at you. And it's like, Which, you need that support person's you victory, right? Fucking loser. To cut you in the line at McDonald's and order something off the 99 cent menu is a poor person's victory, right? But now, all the way to the highest level, what we just seen with Kavanaugh taking the Supreme Court. That's their, like, victory. Nigga, what? He's, he's trying to take you what you're saying. Yeah, he's trying to take what you're saying in relation he, to Kavanaugh. Like he, all the way to the top. Him in line and they, the Supreme yeah, Court. I'm agreeing with you that yeah. we take the small ones. We're going to cut you in line. Okay. He's cutting you for the Supreme Court. Mm. Okay. I've been behaving shittily my whole life. Shittily. Shittily. My whole life, and I'm on the Supreme Court, which means I get to make decisions for your life. Which I get some of the outrage of the white ladies being mad and shit. Some of the outrages, man. <laughs> the white ladies. Although I did like Bette Miller saying that oh, they God. was the N words of, you know, white w- women are the N words of society. 
what, nigga? I'm still a nigga. What do you mean? Yeah, like, so, what, so what are we again? I'm sorry. I'm confused by, by <coughs> And they all like, said that was John Lennon yeah, that said that. Yoko Ono said it to John Lennon and John Lennon dumbass made, made a song, a song about it. Dumbass bitch Yoko. I don't care about the neither of them. Um, you don't care about the neither of them? About the neither of them. Now, he calls me really Southern, but he just right? said he don't care about the neither of them. Listen, I like outcasts. Um, but yeah, sometimes <laughs> with metaphors and shit, they just lose us. It's just like, huh? So really, what are we then? I truly don't understand. And then again, saying. like I said, when everyone go left, I go right. Everybody was outraged that she said that. Now I'm just like, Bet Miller's still alive? I was trying to And that then is. B, I'm like, Bet Miller's on Bette Miller, twit- Twitter? Beaches. Like, um, Beaches. Be- Beaches. Hocus Beaches. Pocus Hocus is the Pocus. big movie that everybody knows, but you don't know Ghostbusters. I so. seen Hocus Pocus. What? It was, on Disney Channel. it was three witches and a little kid, right? Girl, yeah, 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 yeah. You seen Hocus Pocus? Yeah. Were you straight ever? <laughs> <laughs> I'm delivered. I like women, 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 women. I don't carry the purses no more. <laughs> so, all right, Ken, we, we got went on a little tangent there, but uh, how did Lee, he, this how did nigga went on a tangent. It's okay. It's called a conversation. <laughs> so, Ken, how did you get into comedy, man? What made you want to do comedy? Like, what inspired you? I actually lost my first job because of comedy. Like, I, I used what? to. What? Yeah. <laughs> I used to do insurance claims for Enterprise Rental Car, and people. Were, I worked at Enterprise too. You did? Yeah, I got fired. You got fired too. Finding <laughs> out things today. I got fired because he never seen Ghostbusters. Ah, <laughs> nah, they say I you left. never what? You don't know about Egon? I left Mad Times because of comedy, and yeah, yeah. Like, uh, which one like, did you work at? The one is in West Village. He was like, uh, yeah. one time I, I had this TV thing I was going for. I was like, I right. can't come in tomorrow. He was like. Listen, man, we all have dreams. For those like, of y'all, what? for those of y'all listening, if y'all don't know, we all do comedy in New York City. If you don't know, you gotta have a job where you get off either it's flexible A or B, you get off by about seven. Yeah, because if not, you ain't doing nothing. I, I know I'm not from New York. I'm from Indianapolis, and I've met a lot of people all over. Did comedy all over. If you're listening and you thinking about moving to New York or get L.A., job. Get, a job. get a job that's flexible, A, or B, something where you can be off by yeah. seven. Because, yeah, people do not want to hear about I, your dreams. I didn't get fired because of that. I got fired because I, was, I started in rental. I moved up to corporate like insurance. And then people would call in and they'd be pissed because their car got smashed up. And I would joke around with them about trying to break. Oh, you want to joke about laughing at people's pain, huh? Something like that because they'd be yelling at the phone. I'm, I'm not the kind of person. I can't yell like that. Gotcha. Yell, so I try to like. Sarcastically know, almost. Right. One, one, the, the one thing that happened in particular where I was like, all right, I, I'm about to get fired. Is this guy called up. He, his, he was driving a Bentley on a Wednesday. No, it was a Maserati. And I remember saying to him, I said, the Maserati is a Saturday car. You don't drop a Maserati <laughs> on a Wednesday. You asked for this to happen, LOL. I was just joking with him because I'm like, obviously, we were at fault. The guy, People guy, try to put LOL at the end of anything. Right. We this dude called me a turd the other day on Twitter and said, LOL. And I said, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Are you comedian? You can't take a joke? You can't like, just, no. Not a joke, it, no, if you're going to insult me, insult funny, me. Right? Don't put right. LOL at the end of an insult. But, but damn, that's crazy. So you was joking about yeah, we ran to them. Death, you was laughing at their pain and they like nigga, I'm not laughing he laughed on the phone and went to my supervisor yeah this guy's not taking my claim seriously he's making jokes about it so he called me into the office you can't be doing this man because he's like this is like the fourth time this week 
Cause uh-huh. I, I, that's how I am. I don't. I mean, I'm a serious person, but like you deflect on. when someone gets too yeah, serious. Like, I'm not, you you know, deflect with humor, so I'm it's not, a defense right, mechanism. It's a defense so, mechanism. I, he was like, "Yo, you can't keep doing this." I was like, "He was like, we gotta let you go." And I was like, "Okay, you know what? I quit. That's fine. I quit. I quit." And I, I started. Um, I tried to get back. Were you good at the job, or I don't know. I didn't give a fuck enough. Like you, all the people who who were ahead of me, like in other yeah. positions, they didn't look happy. So what the fuck did I have to look forward to? There you know, is a level. Kids didn't. A hundred percent. Working in a cubicle, no promotion. There is a level to someone complaining about a Maserati that's just like, fam, if your Honda got smashed, I'd be very serious yeah. because you don't have any money. But I, but if you had a Maserati <laughs> anyway, you probably got another hundred k. It's all to the good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just go. Well, you know, you just take me. your other 100K out and go get another car until we can figure out your claim. I Let me tell you how I got ruined with insurance before. I'm oh, going to tell you after no, this. No, what was you going to say? No, I was going to say you reminded me of something. Um, your roommate actually, uh, I handled a claim for Alonzo Bodden. And Bone. I was doing comedy and I knew, exa- when I got the file, I knew exactly who it was. I was right. Alonzo like, Bodden. So I would call Bowden. Bowden, 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 I'm from Brooklyn. Great comedian. Alright. No, I saw Bowden the Bodden. Oh, Bowden. Bowden. B-O-D-D-E-N. Alright, are you sure it's Doc Bodden? Yeah, I'm working with him at uh, Bananas next month, everybody. Right. Shameless plug. Shameless hashtag. Plug. Get it Shameless up. plug. No Go ahead, Kev. What but I had no claim for him. He smashed the car up and I kept calling, calling, calling. I finally got through to him, took his side of the story, and I said, like, hey man, by the way, he said, you really funny comedian, man. I said, I want to be a comic just like you. And he's like, yo, man, thanks, man. He said, yo, just keep grinding. And that, I met Alonzo Bodden. And that, that happened after the Maserati Mar- 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 thing. That's when I knew like, I got to go. I'm done. You felt like that was a sign, that was a sign. when that came across be. your desk of, like, I'm sitting here doing what the hell they tell me to do. Yeah. And this dude ain't doing what nobody tells him to do. No. He out here making money and right. living his, by his own rules. No. Yeah. And I'm stuck here listening to what the hell y'all got to say. Mind you, I didn't just quit. If you're thinking, I had a savings and I made a plan. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I so fucked this if y'all up, listening, so don't just quit don't and just then quit. try to hit up Tough right. Talk Podcast and hey, say, hey, man. I was going to make it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 hold up. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> we didn't say all that. We said take it slow, right. make a plan, and then make that, your escape, man. man. Started doing yeah. comedy. Got me a little other side hustles. I was DJing 100%. and shit. And then... Found the background acting, which... How long was you DJing? I've been DJ, I was DJing from 90, 97. I did radio in Albany. I did DJing from 97 until about... So hold on. That was in 97 you was DJing. When did you quit the job and start doing comedy? 2013, 2010. 2010. Oh, so you had been a DJ previously. Yeah. And you kind of went back to doing that. What? You were a DJ previously and then you went I back. I never stopped. Okay, so the I, whole time you, had, you had that skill the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Doing okay. It on the weekends, wedding. So you quit, and then what did you do once you quit the job? Did you immediately go find like an open mic and start open micing? I, I had started comedy before that, so I started taking it a little more seriously. Ah, okay. I was so yeah. To, I was still trying to get on radio because I thought I could still do radio because I had a DJ background, and right, it did, radio didn't pan out. But once I started acting, getting more acting work, then it just became about comedy and acting. Okay. Now it's like, you know, people, what do you want to do more? I'm like, I can do both. I don't have to do either or. I feel like failure is the, almost the tie that binds comedians, though. Absolutely. Like, we try something and realize, and I mean, I started when I was 20, and yeah. I, at the time, I was doing alarm installs, and it was almost kind of funny because I was 19. Now, I, today I'm 32 and I look like this. I still don't look that old, so at 19, 
I look like a child. So people literally, I would be installing an alarm and the whole way people would kind of be like, Hey man, but do you know what the fuck you doing? <laughs> and I still remember being in this one part of town. I was in Greenwood and in Indiana, which if y'all don't know, y'all uh, vice president Mike Pence was the governor of Indiana to give you a, a view of a wide view of what that state is. It's definitely a red state outside of the city that I lived in. So I was slightly outside of the city, but long story short. I'm programming this white lady's alarm, old white lady, programming her alarm, showed her like, ma'am, this is how you program your alarm. Now, when I leave here, you are going to reset your passcode. She goes, okay, but you're showing me how to program the passcode. So that means you can just come right back in and change it. And I'm like, nah. I'm showing you how to program it so that when I leave here, you can change it. And I don't know. it. And she looked at me again and was like, so you can come right back in and change it. And I'm just like, yo, <laughs> like, you really think I'm going to rob you? And I kind of had this moment with her where I was like, look, lady, you either rob people or you work. Most people don't do both. Like just, <laughs> but I had moments like that. What I'm saying is I had moments like that interactions with adults that made me go, yo, working is really not like, it's not, not nothing to be valued because they can get rid of you at any moment. Your, your mind has to be a certain way. It's the kind of, you got to take a lot of else. And the world is, yeah, the world is just a funny place. Took, took a lot of L's before you, because I took a lot of L's on set. I took a lot of L's in job interviews, audition. I take a lot of L's in auditions to this day. And when you meet somebody, Andre, that's in comedy, like, did you did you do any like college or anything? What you mean? Did you go to college? Yeah. I mean, you did finish? you? Nah. <laughs> See, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Of like, you ever meet somebody like there was a dude that worked on Wall Street <coughs> and he wound up quitting. Material? No, no, that's right. Don't. <laughs> uh. Mm -hmm. Not Mercurio, another dude that worked on Wall Street. He worked on Wall Street and was trying to uh, be a comedian and then wound up quitting. But you meet some people that are very successful and you scratch your head because you're like, well, why the fuck do you want to do this? Like, huh? And then when they go back to doing what they do, you're like, because you got choices. But with comedy, I feel like we're all bound by most of us don't have choices family is a little strange or whatever but yeah i think you gotta have some some kind of like something messed up or something in you because not every not everyone's born like seinfeld seinfeld was born and got successful despite himself you watch his special on yeah netflix he talks about even it. if you're yeah. successful you have so to be willing to put yourself seinfeld actually has a genius quote one of the most genius ways to ever break down the reasons why some people make it and some people don't with comedy seinfeld said you have to need to do comedy, not want to do yeah. comedy. So the people that I see that just do it twice a month or whatever, I realize they want to do it. Right. And then there's people that I see seven days a week and they done hit three mics in a day. That motherfucker needs it. And if you probably talk to them, they probably, there's probably some deep, dark shit underneath. Comics, a lot of comics feel about struggle. You don't have messed up shit that happens in your life, but everything I realized that this was for me because everything I dealt with, I never dealt with stress 
by getting angry, I always make make a joke or something. She like, so I she might fall down the stairs. I'm like, that shit is funny. Like, yeah. you see how the shoe came flying off after the right. Like, you see that little funny part <laughs> that made the shoe hits the window, that thing oh, funny. Yeah. Even myself, I went to um, right? I went to ten different schools, right, I and I was a military kid. And everywhere I go, somebody be like, he's kind of funny. So right, you got struggle too in your life, right, man? Just because you light skin and you young, got a full hairline, I mean, you don't got shit to chew. That bother you, right? His, his, no his struggle is not ever seeing Ghostbusters. He's thinking about it right now. He's like, I got to go this goddamn Ghostbusters. It's actually pretty good, man. I'm telling you, you might like it. You that was how you got in the comedy. Uh, who's a few people that inspired you? Like, what? Who's your... So I already said Don Rickles, Bernie Mac. Oh, yeah, you my did favorites. say that. Um, I had some others, too. I watched a lot of Def Comedy Jam, but... Again, my life, I couldn't... I, I didn't... People's like, yo, you talk so proper. And I'm like, I, I didn't grow up the way they did, so... It it's different for me. Like a lot of the like the hood comedians or the urban comics, I just you know I didn't get it. hard to relate. Yeah, because I'm like I, I grew up in the hood, and that's the thing. It's just like it's just I, like, how much times you gonna mention the club? Yeah. Like I'm not. You ever be in the club again? And then <laughs> yeah, like, New, New York urban comics too. And this is a funny thing about New York is that. You can be a local joker within New York. Like, right. people think you can't because it's such a big place, but them cats that climb on stage, where the Haitians at? Where the Jamaicans at? And I, I love watching them outside of New York, oh, you know? Brutal. You Woo. see them, like, you know, just say <laughs> in Boston, and they're like, where the Haitians at? And it's like, hey, brother, ain't no Haitians here. There's two, and they're in the kitchen. Right. And then my favorite thing is when. The comic just has a straight line when they don't even have a point, and they're just like, "You ever see a Haitian? Woo! Goddamn, Haitians be Haitian, boy. You be like, goddamn, you Haitian." Mm. And it's like, what was the point of that? I seen a Mexican. He had on a sombrero. I was like, goddamn, you Mexican <laughs> as fuck. And it's just like, uh, yeah, it. he's a Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> so you get a lot of that out in New York. Some of the uh, urban comics with bad habits. There's some urban. good ones too, though. Obviously, you know the Smokies, the Eddie Rob Smokey's Stapleton's. Great. No, yeah, Smokies, great. Bill Cosby, Eddie Murphy was funny to me, and um, actually uh, Steve Martin. I thought Steve Martin was hilarious when I was a kid. I saw me that's all for really we, we didn't we couldn't afford cable when I was a kid, so that's all how I really got to see because they came on. Man, TV he re- he retired, Steve Martin, but yeah. I, Looked up some of his stuff on Yeah, that's hilarious, man. I think when you get to that Eddie Murphy like level, because he was selling out arenas and shit too, and just was like, whatever, I did that. <laughs> Let me go acting. And like even Eddie said, well, you know, stand up is like being on the front lines. And he was like, so I'm a general now, and I work in the boardroom. And y'all asking me to go back on the battlefield. He's still funny. And I bet you if he ever did stand up again, he would crush it. Oh, Eddie's, Eddie's the most, when you break down, like, comedic skills, you know, being able to do voices, telling yeah. jokes, singing, all that shit, his attributes would be the highest of anybody. Eddie's uber talented, obviously. Bill Burr, but, uh, Patrice O'Neill, to end the list off. Let's get to the motherfucking tough talk portion of this, man. Uh, do you, like, where'd you go to school, man? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Park Slope, Brooklyn. That's Park cool. Slope, Brooklyn. Park Slope. Park Slope is now gentrified, but when I was growing up, it was a lot of crackheads and and uh, prostitutes and whatnot. Oh, word. The prostitutes, hey. All day, every day, prostitutes. That's crazy, because now what it is, like, people will call me and ask me, Phil, man, you don't feel safe? And, or do you feel safe? And I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you can just kind of walk anywhere. There's still some sketchy yeah. areas, but... The problem is people watch some of the damn TV. So and it's like, 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 that, like, 4th like, Avenue and, mm-hmm. like... 
Park Slope, Fourth Avenue. Yeah, I lived on Douglas between Fourth and Fifth Avenue. Okay, yeah, that area. It's really now it's just like it used to be bad because it used to be like you know you know a neighborhood's bad when you walk around and there's the literally dog shit all up and down the street and right. people don't even stop to clean it up. It yeah. stays there until the rain washes it away. Ugh. And now you know we live in a good neighborhood because there's a fucking CrossFit gym two blocks away from where my mother lives. They <laughs> just see white people running around the block and they ain't running from shit. They just running for exercise and not running for their life and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. They got the organic pizza Right. And shit. So you know there's a oh, fucking yeah. Ethiopian spot. Ooh, damn. Pizza. Run by black people. We, no pizza could we be We never had Ethiopian free. when I was a kid growing up. There was, there was fried chicken and fucking more fried chicken two blocks down. Now there's an Ethiopian <laughs> Popeyes or KFC? Which one you want? Popeyes. Popeyes. Absolutely. Popeyes is good. Dry ass biscuits though. Andre's is with the hell shit. Andre said, hell. Yeah, there's better chicken. That's really about it. Okay. KFC has this grilled chicken now, but it's more of a chirping chicken kind of dude. I've had that once. I'll never go back. They said KFC had better chicken. I, I ain't forgiving KFC for the double down. That was Oh, that was shit. terrible. Two the pieces of ch- We're gonna take two pieces of fried chicken breast with cheese in between. And, on, and it's a sandwich. Man. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, you might as well it's put, American food. You might as well put, put it. Nah, it ain't that bad. Come on, fam. Listen, Don't blame that on American. We just got rid of What the is American cuisine? That's a good point. Hot dogs, nigga. But that's Burgers. at least in between bread. Yeah. These fools took that's two what American pieces food is. of chicken and put a piece of cheese between that's it. It was like, come and get it. You saw the fucking, what's it called? The festival, whatever the shits that we have in the neighborhood. They oh, it's Oreos. Yeah. Oh, the fair. Cookies. Oh. Yeah. Fairs. yeah. Hey, that's American food. They like, do let's get not it act in. like this shit is. He said, let's not act like that was too crazy. He said, that's a logical Progression yeah, from frying a Twinkie and eating it. Come the fuck on, frying Oreos. That, that double down shit was around for a while. Andre needs help. Andre is turned off by all this well, conversation. He, nah, you know what though? He fried Twinkie. Andre like, oh no. Nah. Nah, he's right though. You got you got to watch nah, the right, right. body, man. Like this shit is 100%. like, you know, we. I mean, we. I mean, all the health problems we have, diabetes. I like, literally laugh at uh, soul food. I call it. The art of making vegetables not vegetables. <laughs> they put candy and oil and butter and, and more candy and, and bacon Don't and forget sugar, the sugar baby. on vegetables. <laughs> and then wonder why they auntie keep dying. Well, yeah, she ate that was kind of the hidden joke about soul sugar food vegetable. was that it was a movie about her dying from the shit. same shit yeah. that they would eat yeah. every yeah. Sunday yeah. 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 and then once she died they came to the house and ate the same shit mm-hmm. in her honor exactly <laughs> and like yeah there's this a level of this is what mama would want this is like, what she would want this is what they fed All to the us. slaves and it's like well we're not slaves anymore <laughs> But yeah, you gotta you gotta change so how you. Yeah, you was in you. Park Slope. That's where you grew up. Yeah. Uh, do you remember your first fight, man? Um, well, I didn't. You didn't get no goddamn fights. I can hear it in your voice. Nah, I didn't get in a lot of fights. He's right. <laughs> I, I was. I couldn't fight. You know. Yeah, I knew. I yeah, knew. I didn't yeah. like this. When I was growing up, and he was just a friendly guy, friendly with everybody, from the teachers to the fucking nah, kids. I mean, <laughs> he negotiated his way out of fighting. Nah, nah. No, well, what happened is I got bullied a lot, but I couldn't fight, so I ran. That's why I didn't get into fights. You had to catch me to beat me up. Oh, if okay. you could catch you me, sprinter. right? If you could catch me, then you 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 know you earned whatever we whatever fight. beat down this is a fight. But I ran. My first choice was running. My first choice was not to fight. 
Fight or um, flight, damn it. The first fight I ever had was in, in elementary school, and it was a girl. Her name was Sophia. Shut the fuck up, Andre. <laughs> Shut the fuck About up, About what you said, first grade? I was probably second Wait a minute. Grade. You said her name. Are you sure it's safe for you to be saying her name? Yeah, because I don't remember her last name. I'm saying she might come Gorgeous. beat you. She, <laughs> she <laughs> might come beat your ass again. Goes. I don't know. <laughs> How you know she beat my ass? She beat my ass. I mean, I fought a girl. I mean, I'm about to say Wait a minute. I said way too proud. I'm way too proud. Yeah, you're a little too proud. Oh, this was first grade, people. We don't. We have to tough talk. We don't condone fights. No, we don't. Sixteen with it girls. Was, it was third or fourth grade. Okay, third or fourth grade. What happened? What is she? She she was just she was one of them girls that like she was witty. You know what I mean? She could throw them shits, and I was had them jabs. Right, I wasn't as sharp with the jokes. She would say shit, and then she would start putting more shit on top. And of And if shit. she was cute, then it made it worse. Yeah, she was kind of cute. When they're too. cute, that make it worse. You're like, oh come she on. She was kind of cute. So like she was saying shit, and then all of a sudden it came around to. Man, I bet you I could whoop your ass. You ain't gonna do nothing about it. I bet you, you know what? I bet you're too scared to meet me outside school and fight me. I'll beat your ass in front of everybody. I was just like, oh, when, you're, wow. when you're that age, it's like, everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do? And I was like, all right, fine. We met outside. It, it, it was terrible because you know, I didn't know how to throw a punch. So the first punch I hit her was the broken wrist punch. I just hit her like that. Oh, no. One punch and it got You looked like us. you was delivered. Yeah, <laughs> no, what's funny was I didn't know how to fight. So literally, I went outside and I thought, you know, yeah, your you know, first fight, you don't know. You just imitate what you saw. The boxes put on boxing gloves, so I took out my, my winter gloves and I put them on before I started fighting. Oh, no. What you supposed to do? <laughs> Let me ask you this, because this is a thing people forget <laughs> about. This is a thing people forget about, like, elementary school. Girls got their growth spurts yeah, first. Yeah. So they were bullies for, like, two grades. Yeah, she was. She first, was, second grade, they were bullies. She was the same bullies. height as I was. She was, she was the same, same height. height. Okay. But I hit her once, and then that was the fight. Like, all the kids gathered around, they were amped up. I don't know if they thought they were going to see Mayweather or whatever, once. but it was it was one punch that my boy, my friends came. Like, all right, all right just. Because he could tell. When I threw oh, the he punch, broke it up? I threw the punch like I was, like, I don't know, like, like scratching yeah, my wrist. Yeah, the I'm front to of give, your hand. Right, the people who are listening, you got to bend your wrist like you have to scratch it, and then that's how I threw my punch, just like uh, that. Yeah, and they were like, he was like, nah, you good. And you had your glove on, and then your man broke it up. He was like, this is this, this nothing happening here. It was over. But I, for most of my life, I ran. I'm so not, she I, didn't hit you? No, she didn't. Not one punch. Not one punch. But because of the punch I threw was so terrible, everyone said she wouldn't fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you caught your first L on a technicality. Yeah, you I took I an was, L on the technicality of just not I knowing how to punch. Andre is just shaking but his it's, head. It's terrible, Y'all can't but see Andre. Andre is so disappointed in Kev right I know. now. I'm just bad. <laughs> but I didn't really fight. I'm going to tell you. Andre, I'm like, nah, boy, your fist up like a man and get that woman. You got to understand. I grew up, my, my mother and my father were not together when I was growing up in my formative years. So whenever we would talk about fighting, mother, like, I don't want you fighting. You don't, yeah, you don't tell the teacher. Like, Mom, ain't no time to tell the teacher. At 3 o'clock, them teachers leave. They don't right. give a shit what we do after school. Yeah, that bell One I got from my mother was basically that. She was just like, if they say something mean to you, just just ignore it. Yeah. Like she would say a bunch of nice shit. She's like, just tell the teachers, say something yeah. mean, ignore it. Mm-hmm. And then like, she'll whisper, if they fucking touch you, <laughs> start kill them. Like, she was like, oh yeah. no, my mom's crazy. It would crazy. It will go like nice, nice, nice. And yeah. then I don't know, she'd be like, listen, yeah. if somebody put their hands on you, murder them. It's fine. Yeah, I'm no. okay with it. <laughs> I'll bail you out. We my, got the money. My mom was the same way. She said, don't let them put their hands on you. Nobody can put their hands on you. Because if they give to you, you better give them back two times on Mocha. Yeah. So I got, I got my father, the first time, I, that's, this is when I started bugging though. When I got in trouble by my father for getting beat up. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I was going to say. You'll find most kids that are raised, 
maybe by the mother? Did you say was the father around? No, my dad wasn't around. Okay, so yeah, because the mother will kind of be like, nah, I don't really do that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, you, your mother's a little different. Jamaican, sure, like you said, culturally <laughs> different. Right, whereas, sure. yeah, my mom would kind of be like, eh, you got to talk and but yeah, she would communicate. Say, she would say, hey, and daddy is like, knock that motherfucker out. If they put their hands on you and they get you, you got to twice yeah. as hard. But I didn't, like I said, you, you'd you have to catch me to fight me. I didn't really fight. Did you have, like, circles. brothers and sisters? I had two sisters. Two sisters, yeah. older or younger? I had a twin, twin sister and an older sister. It's, are they older than you or younger or you in the middle? No, I'm, I'm like the youngest. My twin is eight minutes older than me. And my older sister, she's a little older. Than oh, oh and you got a you. twin. Huh? Okay. You a twin? Yeah, but she's a girl. Oh, so, oh girl. Yeah, girl, okay. girl, girl. Yeah. Sister. And see, yeah, because I'm saying usually, you know, the hierarchy yeah. is, you know, mother, father, father kind of guide y'all. And then the older brother. I had an older brother, but his ass couldn't fight. Yeah. What I use, what use was this motherfucker to me? Yeah, I had two other brothers and they both was gangsters. So instead of being like, yo, don't fuck with Andre, right? don't fuck yeah. with Andre because then you got to see his brother. No. Mine was opposite. We're going to beat your older brother up and you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how we all getting chased up the block it together? It wasn't even like that for me because they, they were active gangsters. So there's yeah. no, let me see your brother. One is in Jamaica being a gangster down there and the other mm. one is in Boston. Okay, so Both nobody was there to help you. This was other places. But I mean, I, there's times when you can't run from every fight. And I did have that happen in junior high school. Junior high school was different because it was like there was a bully. It was like the alpha bully he picked on me every single fucking day. And at some point, deep down inside... What did he like, pick on you about? Just, just dumb shit. Like, he would just... Like, my bag always used to be full of books, and I was a real small and skinny kid. So he would, like, flip my bag, and it would go over my head and make me fall. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> Your bully had a sense of humor. Nah, but he was just he was just fucking with me every day. Like yeah. I would do everything to not see this thing. We'd be in the same class because our names were similar. Like my last name is Mason, his was M O. I'm not gonna right. say his name on No, fuck that. Robert Moses, what the fuck you gonna do now? Come see me. I'm here. Yo, I, Robert, I don't have nothing to do with that. Don't come nah. flip my book bag. Nah, nah, I'm just, a fall. <laughs> nah, I'm a different. But he used to fuck with me every day. Like we were in bands. They motherfucking made us sit in the same room together. Two beds, four kids, two beds. And the two other kids slept in the same bed together. And I had to chill with them. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we were in a band, band camp. Band we went camp. away overnight oh, to go play somewhere. Okay. And I had to share a bed with this motherfucker. And they like, and you ain't sleeping in this bed with me. I ain't gay. I'm like, look, look I just, I just want to sleep. Nah, man, you get in this bed and punch you. And I'm just like, he was bigger than me. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So shit like that. You get in this bed, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> so I, where I, did I, you I sleep? Fight. I slept. So the other bed, you see our two hotel rooms are two beds. The yeah. other kids are in the one bed. So I slept on a chair and I put my feet up on their bed like that. And that's how I slept. You should have done your palm smasher, the, the little niggas... finisher you did to the girl. Oh, shit. <laughs> you should have <laughs> palm smashed you one time. Wait till you asleep. Oh, my God. Put nah, the glove nah, on nah, and nah, palm smashed I, I just didn't want to deal with it. Like the, They came to the room here. and saw me sleeping they, on the chair. And they were that, like, why are you sleeping what's... on the chair? And I'm like, because he won't let me sleep in the bed with him. And that's what As soon as them niggas left, the Fuck off the bed. Boom! And I'm like, what the Yo. fuck am I going to do? Them two kids wasn't trying to help me because they was like, they didn't want to deal with it. And, and like, let me say this. This is, this is what sucks about growing. How are you tough in band camp? I don't know. The tough, don't know. You don't even got to be tough. You got to be the toughest kid in band camp. And that's the thing. All you have to do is be the toughest person at wherever you go. You don't wore beret. He wore a beret be every day. So he was tough. I guess he was tough. So, beret. beret. He wore a beret every day. So there's like... Uh, <laughs> The thing about school 
school and growing up is, and it's so funny because it's it really boils down more to problem solving than anything. Because yeah. like you're saying, really when you start that fight, you can get suspended. So there's like that risk of right. like, and that was my thing. I can remember in middle school getting suspended three times, and everybody knew the fifth time you got suspended, you went to alternative school. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you thought these kids was nah, bad, you, you're going to deal with the kids that really got issues. Yeah. Like they 15 and they homeless. Yeah. That kind of issues. Okay. So I remember not wanting to go to alternative school and having been suspended for fighting three times and working on that fourth one and trying to like ease myself out of certain situations well, because I, mean, I didn't is, want to go to alternative school. This is the that kid on the bus who said, you know, that the bus fight, the scratch fight, this is this one of those guys got suspended for? <laughs> Alright, so I'll scratch somebody. Matter of fact, next time we're going to read that He's story. He's got the powers of Meowth. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like you said, you didn't yeah. fight him because you didn't want to yeah, be but, suspended or nah, get in trouble for bad camp. No, I was afraid of No, no, like, was, see, but that's what I'm I saying. I suspended. Not, 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 out the room, I'm afraid I'm of not him. saying that you're not afraid, but I'm saying also so on top of that shit is the fact that you'll get in trouble. It wasn't even on my mind. I was just about <laughs> just dodging and punches. I didn't want to get hit. I was afraid of him. But so, it came to a point when we in the eighth grade. Did you fight him? I did. We came to a point when we were in eighth grade, and he'd just been doing this every day for like since the, we, uh, the way I went to school is I went to the sixth grade, graduated, went to junior high. Junior high was two ah. years, seventh and eighth grade. So I was with him for Damn, two the 60s years. This was different. Fuck you. That <laughs> <laughs> was the 90s, bitch. You was probably four or five when this shit was happening. You had to pass the Ghostbusters right? test, Andre. Still on, still on a Similac. Grade. Still got Similac on his breath. Huh? But yeah, um, but it was was sixth, seventh, and eighth grade for me too. Yeah. So middle school. It was two was years big. straight with this nigga just, oh, picking, just on me, him man. picking on me, man. And just one day, and we just walked through the hallway. Got and this that nigga, courage. Yeah, this nigga just did the bag flip shit again, and I felt hard. And at that point, you know, you just like. All right. All right, that's enough. But I can't take this shit no more. Like, either we going to fight and you going to fuck me up or I'm going to fight and I'm going to punch you and going to fuck me no more. But it's enough of that. Yeah. I, I, bro, I snapped, man. And them niggas, all the kids knew it was real because they, I took my bag off like, Because right, he nigga. put that glove on and nah. had in the first grade. <laughs> <laughs> they said, oh, the, they said the palm is Ooh, coming. Nah. The palm that he gave oh, Sophia is coming. Hilarious. Nah, I took the shit off. I just dropped that shit with intent like, all right. You you gonna fuck me up or I'm gonna fuck you up, but you're not gonna do this shit no more. So we I just started swinging. I just, I don't give a fuck. And all the kids was like, oh shit, Kevin's because they never knew me for fighting because I was a runner. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They all knew, you know, if I'm fighting, this gotta be some serious shit. Kevin was Bro, I just I just swung as hard as I could. I swung, I think I hit him like I swung like sixteen times, probably hit him twice. But, <laughs> Your connection was rate about, was low, it was but terrible. how effective was those two hits? So it was effective because he didn't see, he didn't see it coming. He didn't see it coming. Yeah, yeah. Like he I probably said, was so shocked. He thought he was I was like, right because they all knew me for running and not fighting. So when I saw the swimmers, he was like, you "Oh, hit him twice." Oh. Yeah, I hit him twice. And it was two good times. He was just like, "You didn't do shit," because he was like. He no. never made it past that point. <laughs> no one had ever everyone's like, challenged everyone's, his bully. Everyone was like, oh my God, he's actually fighting back. He's standing up for himself. Oh, so shit. you hit him twice. Did, hit him he, twice. did he do anything? No, he didn't. The, the, the other kids came and broke it up. Because they, they know I'm not built like right. that. Right. Because after 16 swings, I got tired. And it, <laughs> <laughs> you got winded. Two hits were earlier on. Because I don't. You got to work on your precision. But I admire the fact that you finally got this motherfucker. I just threw him. I was just throwing You look him. uncomfortable doing it now. Yeah, no, this, but that's how I throw the punches. Now I know how to throw a punch. So you Back then, I was twice. just. And he did nothing. The other kids broke it up. Right, because they saw how I was screaming and swinging at the same time. Did he cry? Was there blood? No, I cried. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He said, I cried. 
I, I cried. He didn't cry. I was, he had a breaking moment. I did. Like, I, I triumphant. I am strong. I was crying while throwing punches. I was scared of shit. So I don't know what I'm doing. I had that adrenaline in me. So yeah. I'm like, I, oh, just, I'm swinging and screaming and like, I don't know. was like, sorry, I had right, to come right, down right, to this buddy. Right. They came and backed me up. And then he was like, I'm going to fuck you up. And I was like, I hope you do, nigga. I hope you do. And everyone was like, ooh. Like Kevin's, uh, Kevin's gonna yeah. do some shit, and nothing happened after that. But guess what? The nigga never fucked me again. Cause when you when you push somebody to that point where they're like, this nigga is crazy. Did he? Did he? Um, she was hilarious. <laughs> that was in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see him in high school? Nah, nah, nah. Uh, I graduated, went to a different school. Nigga, Robert, left. Duh. He nigga got left back. He did that shit and changed schools. <laughs> <laughs> He went in the office and called his mom. Yo, come pick me up. I finally hit him. What's funny is that after that, they did call my mom to school. Like, yo, uh, you know, he was fighting. And she knew what was going on. She'd been trying to get me out of that school for the longest time. But they didn't, the administrators didn't do shit. They knew the kid was doing it. They didn't do shit. So when that happened, it was just a matter of time. That's why everybody was like, yo, this was they knew I was a bookworm. They knew they ain't know me yeah. to fight. So everyone was just like, oh my God, he's actually, he's actually doing right. this. Like, yeah, all right, chill, Kev, chill, Kev. I was, I was like, who give a fuck? You want to fight? I'll get fucked So I was, real was that in the earlier part of the year? Do you remember? It was. It was, it was the school year? It was. And he just left you alone the rest yeah, of the year? Yeah, I mean, he occasionally from time to time. Did you ever, like, walk down the hall and see him bullying somebody else and think, oh, man, they'll get it? Nah, he was a pussy. He didn't really... See, the thing about it is, people will only bully or let the, let they only pick fuck people that let. That he was bothering you because he Christ, knew I know you wasn't gonna do that. There were other kids in that school that were like way worse off than yeah. I was, but he knew that those kids would would fuck him up. They were right. like, hey, "You can do this shit," so they would. So he would fuck. There'll be some type of retaliation. I'm not standing up for myself, even if wrong. they don't fight you necessarily. So they exactly. might smack you with a book or something. How familiar y'all with Brooklyn? Like that school was in Fort Greene. So you oh, and this was during Big. Right. Brooklyn. Right, so this the was real like, Brooklyn. Right, so this is like, I don't know, 92, 93. Yeah. Yeah, this nigga was born. That's when I was in, uh, no, 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 90, that no, was, 90s, late, that was, early 80s, early 90s. That was good. Niggas was robbing people for, stood up to him. People were taking jazz starter for Starter jackets and starter shit. Jackets, I never jackets. forget checking this out. I'm going to tell this story. That's what I'm not Because it's mad funny. My brother had a starter jacket, right? And my cousin had gave it to him. It was a Knicks jacket. So in Indiana with the Knicks jacket off yeah, top. Yeah. And this was when it was real, 93 yeah, yeah, yeah. or so. You know, you was like one and shit, but it was real. New York Knicks versus Indiana Pacers, real beef. Real rivalry, you yeah. could just walk around with that on. But long story short, my father was military. My father was away in like Japan, whatever. He comes back and my mom... My brother, my mom was trying to deal with, I mean, she had five kids and I mean, all of the same mother, same father. But when he would go away for duty, she'd have to stay with us and kind of deal with like the boys and like, what do we do with this bullying shit? So I remember my father hearing about the bully over the phone and being like, huh? So anyway, long story short, my brother comes home without this jacket and my mother is just like, yo, where's your jacket? And him trying to come up with all these crazy stories. Long story short, he goes, all right, so the jacket got took. <clears throat> My father leaves out. They go back to get the jacket to the school. They come back in, and, like, you hear, ever hear just silence, and you like, why is it so quiet? You hear the door shut. My father slams the door, looks at my brother, and goes, you had a motherfucking girl take your jacket? 
He took, there was motor oil. He put motor oil in my shoes. What? Wow. Exactly. <laughs> what? Wow. Kinda who does? Funny. A 19-year-old to a freshman. That's who does that. Kind of funny. So I remember, like I said, just being fed up. And finally, one day he said something. I think he said something about my sister who was kind of closer to his age. And it was just like, man, you do this damn near so every day. Damn. Just trash nigga shit that a trash nigga would say about a chick. Your sister ugly, your sister this, your sister that. And it's just like, damn, man. So now you're moving on from me. You talking about my sister now. So the very next day, I think I built it up inside myself the whole night. You know how you can't sleep? Fist ball, he sleep. Was, he was powering up. Dragging yeah. Fist, I had to level up. My fist was balled. I was asleep <laughs> like, yo, I'm going to get this nigga. And I remember coming to school. Matter of fact, I think the next day he wasn't even there. Because he was one of them niggas. He would come about three days a week. Next so day, then it wasn't every day. So I'm walking around. Because well, he wasn't there. But I'm saying when he was there, when he was there, he was fucking with me. But yeah, my fist ball, the motherfucker wasn't there the next day. So imagine how mad I am now. I done waited two days to yeah, see this nigga. I finally see him. He says something. And I just, bam. <laughs> and you know what's fucked up? I was so little and he was so big that he kind of just looked at me when I hit him. And everybody in the locker room kind of was seeing like the fact that he would fuck with me every day to where when I left the locker room, some people did like a slow movie clap of just like fucking Phil finally hit him. And I'm thinking, all right, nothing ever going to happen about that. You was a man. You finally hit this motherfucker. Man, I come to school the next day. I'm in the locker room. And you know how everything's cool. <laughs> then you just hear this motherfucker go, uh-huh, with your little bitch ass. You thought I was going to let you get away with that shit. <laughs> Look, and this is so crazy, such a freak accident, but he had a class ring. And you know you buy your class ring when you're a senior. He was a junior but had a class ring for some reason. And like I said, he was 19. He had felt mad times. He goes to smack me, and I literally turn around, and that motherfucker hit my tooth with the ring. And I mean... So that's what that tooth that color? That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dental oh, issues. Boy, Dental issues, but it broke my tooth. Literally. And I remember just running out the locker room. and just like, ah, damn. And being afraid to tell, because it's like, I don't want to be a snitch. But then I remember there was this real big dude named Peter. And I mean, Peter was, Peter looked like he had got out of prison. And Peter was like, man, I ain't going to lie, Phil. I'm as big as I am, and I probably couldn't beat up that nigga. He was like, you ain't no punk. You a kid. He was like, go tell him that nigga. <laughs> Just went told on that nigga. And when the principal got him, the principal being like, you been with me for five and a half years, haven't you? And this is what you doing? <laughs> And like I said, it was so much shame involved as a kid, but as a grown man, you know, like, like you nineteen picking on a nineteen picking on a fourteen year old, like it wasn't no honor in it. But I was so mixed up in the shit that I felt like a shame that he was fucking with me. Okay, so I, so we heard stories from Andre. You never been no bullied really? by nobody. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just interested because we both got these we all shared our bullying uh, stories. I said like these things was pussy. I never ran, never will. You know what I'm saying? No, elementary school, I got bullied a lot. Uh, I would say fourth and fifth grade. 
a lot of wild shit. Niggas was stealing shit from me, robbing me, taking, throwing shit out the windows. Where would you go to school? Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, no, that's pop. Yeah, yeah, so so that, that time, yeah we shared some of his stories on the uh, first yeah, episode. Niggas was doing that shit in Brooklyn. And then, then um, lunch tickets. I didn't share that story. That's why I wanted the to share it. The one where I, I, this was like this sixth grade. This is why my, my, the switches got flipped. Because the summer, fifth grade, uh, and then the summer continuing in first day of sixth grade, a lot of wild family shit was happening. So I was already angry. Yeah, first day that's of school, a big factor. I was already angry. I was showing up to school angry. And then I'm at lunch, and this kid, this LB kid, this is a gang in Queens, takes my, uh, I'm reading this book. He takes my bag and slides it down the lunch table and throws it in the, the garbage. And I just lost my shit and grabbed the kid and I kept banging his head into a fucking machine, the little vending machine. Niggas bleeding, leaking. I got cuffed that day. Like, I just lost it. I just, I was hitting everything that came next to me. I punched like two, I punched two people that I was just walking past because I'm like, I don't know if you with this nigga. I just started swinging everybody. Now, as you listen to this, he hits everything in sight. Doesn't he sound like someone who fouls a lot in basketball? <laughs> I hit everybody in sight, man. Wait, but foul he never a fouled nobody yeah, on a basketball court. Though. I did not foul you, Phil. You right. are just uh-huh. not strong. Okay. So there Strong is not a part of basketball, <laughs> but yeah. Andre, yeah but the family issues, you think, you the know. family issues is like, when you look back at shit, you're like, oh, that kid probably... Like I said, was homeless, oh, was, was homeless, was whatever. Now, you actually was in the right because dude was coming at you. Oh, yeah. What happened is... after this? So he left you alone after that? Or you no, no. I spent shit? all of sixth grade getting into immense amounts of fights. Like, immense. Right. immense Let me ask you this. Sixth, seventh, eighth. I ain't stopped fucking fighting until probably 10th grade. What was no, that? 11. I was yeah, because they started rolling, putting the cuffs man. on people in high school, yeah, so yeah. it got real. You had to find a better way to tough. negotiate your I was shit. Getting to which is funny, because there's a difference shit. between fighting in school and fighting on the streets. I, was fighting I remember streets. fighting in the streets and thinking, is anyone going to stop this? Nope. And that's why you don't want to fight in the streets. Nobody's going to get <laughs> And at school or whatever, it was someone you had to see every day yeah. to where it boiling point shit kind of happened because exactly. you had to see somebody every day. But when you fight in the streets, you realize, damn, nobody's going to stop this? This is what y'all niggas ain't going to do because y'all old. So, and you old and country. So you, you had <laughs> I missed it all. They ain't go through this shit at all. Where you go to school that's next to other schools that's literally five minutes walking distance away from each other. Yeah, that's so, New York And then shit. that's the shit you ain't go through because you lived in the fucking cornfield. And then like, you, <laughs> you ain't go through this because you ain't have phones or technology. So they will have schools that's right next to each other. Yeah. I'll fight this nigga that's in a gang if by fifth period, by fucking time I get out of class... Three niggas from this IS-59, the IS school, this this high school, Another gang. this thing, and then I come out of school, this because everybody They're got all cell waiting phones. on you. They can all niggas meet up. Outside. So now I house. fought you in school. Right. I, I now I got to fight you after. I got two more fights. Uh, and I then I live in an MOB neighborhood, LB yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. When I get home, I might have to fight again. It was, I was just 
fighting yeah. going, Wait, fighting coming back. For people fighting who don't know school. what that means, you explain what LB and MOB stands for. Lost Boys uh, Money Over Bitches. I don't know how these are full how games. How these became games. These are actual things with OGs. I mean, niggas are 50 years old. If they had somebody advising them, they would understand yeah. Money Over Bitches is actually, you know, you shouldn't say that because you're cutting in half the fact that you could have more gang members if you allow bitches to be in. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, that's just bad marketing. I mean, this used to happen when I was in school. I know about Phil, but he grew up it was worse time. Your we, time is worse because they could communicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is one worse. thing I'm grateful for that we didn't have world. Stuff. I mean, we no, we didn't. We didn't we have just world. Stuff. Communicate like niggas. We just cut and go get their man. Oh, do you like son yeah. a pigeon or something? Yeah, they would just cut, cut classes. Hey, yo, this nigga kept fucking bugging. I we right three o'clock and we. But yeah. you had to take the risk of cutting. People like used he to said, get jumped group and chats then we and shit. Outside. That's dangerous. And he just had, he was waiting uh, outside. But I'm glad all my fights was pre world stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. Cause that shit, dude, when people sharing a link of you getting knocked out, yeah, yeah, I didn't have that. Oh, worse. come on, man, that's a different level of shame. Yeah, that's like worse. school shooter. I gotta get the gun. They got the new gun. fights on it every day, like Sharkeisha. Still, yeah. still worse. But like, imagine a person shit. being knocked out. I feel like we should do updates. On and but people. I did have some some of my fights. They had like like the videos towards the end of it because it was always sporadic. Yeah, Nobody ever knew. Grainy, like yeah, but that was flip that was phone like, video. Was flip phone shit. Well, we grainy. couldn't quite make out that that was the bevel model in there. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God we can't. Because they might have been like, nah, Andre's mad violent. So, Ken, <laughs> what, was, what was the last fight you got into? You remember the last fight you got into? Um, As, have you gotten into any as an adult? I mean, it, the, the, right, so not that it's a problem, but what happened is I was a late bloomer, so once I hit high school, I grew to about six four. See, yeah. I mean, it it was it would happen, but it wouldn't happen. Off like I went to Dewey, um, John Dewey High School. Kids from Lafayette would like when I was a freshman run up and try to rob me, but it wasn't really a fight because there were three or four of them. And I'm not stupid. I'm like, hey, take right. what you want. I'm not gonna fight you, but. When I start putting on a little size, little man, nobody really fucking. Yeah, see, I always envy that position because it's it, just it, like, it, damn. And at that point, I, I, was, I was in great shape from all the running and shit, so I didn't nah, have to worry so about it. So the nothing. other side of it, I guess there, there's a, a limit. Because yeah. once, there's a limit to body thing. All right, so if you're really fucking big, mm-hmm. like massive, people leave you alone because it's just like, what the fuck is that? Right. But then if you're, like, you're just big. People are like, well, what the fuck? Because I remember I got into a couple fights where people are like... You mean tall and yeah, skinny, maybe? Yeah. Tall no. and skinny to where you maybe don't get the same benefits. You got to no, be... No, not even that. Because that was the other side where I remember... For, this is in IS-59. And somebody was... I heard a nigga... I just fought. And then I was like, yo, I'm getting, ha- I'm getting niggas out here for you. And then my boy is a part of the gang, too. He's like... For what, nigga? Y'all just fought. Right. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm tired of this nigga. Always walking like his <laughs> I'm chest tired out. Of him. He said, always walking around with his chest <laughs> out. I'm getting <laughs> niggas for him. Right. And then my boy goes, he just big. It's not his He's fault. not doing anything. Not, yeah. He's not flexing. That he's was just a muscular kid. There was some of that I can remember even in school and then even later oh, years it got worse because everybody had guns. So it's like, no, we got the pistol for your big ass. And it's like, he's not doing anything. Word, that's he's just big. Yeah. To where you'd even see some big guys be like, I'm not, no, man, I, I'm not trying to punk nobody. Yeah. No, you run a pickup ball or something. It's like, man, I, I, I'm not taking none of this seriously. If you say I fouled you, I fouled you. There's no need to go to your car. 
I think I got into a fight when I was in college, but the guy didn't want to fight me. I always wanted to fight. He just kind of like, he got me all riled up. And then like when I was like, all right, let's fight, bitch. I'm tired of talking. I don't want to yeah. talk anymore. No more talking. Let's go. It's time to go. I don't care if you beat me up. I'll beat you up. Once I'm done, let's go. We get outside. It's going to come outside. He's like, yo, Kevin, I know why you acting like this, man. Why can't, why you got to be like this? I'm like, nigga, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear no more words. Put your goddamn hands up. <laughs> yeah. It's time. That's a weird line. Put your hands up. Like, and that's like the era you, now you got to consider You had an opportunity factors. to talk up there. You ran your mouth. We out here now. Real shit. Let's go. Uh, no, no. I ain't fighting you, Kev. Fuck you, acting bug. You bugging. Yeah. I'm bugging. Like, I'll tell I, you. I'm still mad about what's, this what's, shit. What's, right, because you didn't get to fight so bad. Then, and you like, then he called the cops. To be honest. But that's why men, To be honest, though. To be honest. You my man's, but the fact is the facts. If you want to fight, you just hit that nigga. Fair enough. I did. But uh, no, 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 no. But I knew, but hold on. This dude I'm talking about, I knew he was a bitch nigga. So I knew yeah, the minute I yeah. hit him, he was going to call the cops. Right. Because he called cops on women for exactly. less. Exactly. So I was like. So then there's no fighting. No, but I get, I wanted, I get where I he's, him. no. I get where Kev's coming from because there is a level, and especially amongst men, to where Chris Rock has that joke. But I mean, and I mean, it's the truth. Where he was talking about with women, and he was like, "The thing about women is there's never a line where you can hit them," because he was saying amongst two men, Chris said, "I know if I'm arguing with a man that's bigger than me, I know there's an area that I won't go into because that's the fight talk. <laughs> but there are guys, and there are times where a guy is going back and forth with you, and you kind of got to draw the line. And to be honest, as the smaller guy." That's why I don't tend to go back and forth too much with other grown men. Because once you do, especially not at school and in the streets, they can just say, hey, fuck all the talk. Let's go on and box. He he was small. And I I wanted him to throw the first punch. So that way, if he did call the cops, I could be like, look, he hit me first. I'm going to tell you this (laughs) real quick. I knew he was going to do this. Because I remember having to decide whether or not I wanted to fight this guy. And this is a weird thing. All right. You know, like, 4 o'clock in New York. Kev, you drive, and Andre drive, too, so he know this. Double parking, right? Mm-hmm. We all know in New York, it's way too much double parking. The streets are narrow. Does it. <laughs> 4 o'clock, them buses come down. But anyway, long story short, I'm double parked outside somebody's crib, and I'm waiting for them to come downstairs. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's a car parked up. From me there's nowhere to park so i have to double park like it's an not an option long story short this dude is coming down the street he stops about where my car is and just starts honking and i always feel like when we're in our cars we in a bubble to where you are <laughs> you know it's almost like the internet of just like i can say whatever i'm in this car right so well, i get i get out of the car to basically tell to try to neutralize and humanize the situation of saying, of saying, hey, man, I am double parked. But just the same way the other 10 cars came by, you can come by. Yeah, you got I don't know at that point if he's honking at me or if he's honking because he wants somebody from yeah. upstairs to come down. Like I said, I'm double parked so he can get by me. Other cars just did it and he saw him. he's just honking. I get out the car and I'm like, hey, man, you, hey, man, hey, man, because at that point I'm annoyed. I'm like, hey, man, you can get by and I'm trying to show him because I'm figuring maybe he's a rookie driver. Mm -hmm. 
when I look in the driver's side, I see like a young kid and I'm just like, hey, you can get by. I'm trying to guide him on some nice, like you're getting him a nerve, but come on, man, you got it. Go. You're not going to hit my mirrors. Out the other side of the car comes a nigga just mad. I don't know who this man is. Basically, he explains to me through anger, this my son. I'm trying to teach my motherfucking son how to drive and you park. Get the fuck out the way. And I'm just like, right then I had to make the decision. And I started to go to my trunk and just get the the tire iron out and be like, fam. Because it was one of the moments of like, hey, man, you're basically punking me, man. I'm double parked. Other cars have come by. You're right. Like, my car is here, Andre. His car is here. It ain't nowhere near my car. Alright. And I'm thinking, God damn, man. Am I gonna have to kill the brother man? Kill the other man, not the brother man. And right in that moment I just said, Alright, man, I'm gonna move the car. <laughs> I circled around the block. It came back and I just felt like a bitch the whole way. Cause I'm like, yeah, room. You know you get back in your car and you talking to yourself. He had plenty of room. I don't know why he did that to me. Because <laughs> I'm realizing, yo, this man's son is in the car. And I'm like, I think if he'd have been alone, I'd have fought him. But because his son was, that was a level of like, you got to be crazy. Because you're willing to be this crazy in, in front, front of your son. son. Yeah. And I just let it happen. But yeah, man. I should have all the time. I'm about to grab somebody up in New York, man. Do some dumb shit like that, man. And then we stopped at the road like this crazy white dude. Must have been high on some shit. Gets in front of the car, and while the light's green, and I blow him. Beep beep. Hey man, come on. He turns to me, gives me a little finger, goes like this. I'm like, fuck are you doing? <laughs> too much. What are you doing? Just one finger wouldn't have done, but the two. Fingers. And then he did that. Yeah, it's like, all right, fam. Me, my wife, and her friend are the comic. Yeah. Beep beep. We get out the way. He goes like this. I'm like, oh, just like that. I was like. Okay, so you yeah. you you want you want to go? All right, so I start getting out the car. And they're like, no, 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 just chill. This is after I start doing power. They're like, no, nah, you ain't gonna mess that money up. Yeah, you know what like I'm saying? You got something to lose because there would be some crazy guy in the middle of the street. He don't got nothing to lose. Kevin Mason from TV show Power beats up Black Grimace <laughs> from Power beats up, and then they'd be like, "Fifty Cent, we gotta, you gotta ban him because Bingo. he beat up somebody. They don't that, go after you; they go after the bigger." In that person. moment, I made the decision. I'm like, I'm going to whoop his ass. Right. I knew I could have whooped his ass. Was he. He was on some shit. Like how like, when Kurt Metzger got in trouble, they were like, Amy Schumer. And it's like, it's, it don't got nothing to do with that. Yeah. Like, well, you know, I got into what? Two things in my adult, I think. It's two crazy. Because you got to realize some people got nothing to none lose. Nothing to lose. And I'm just like. Uh, One was this cab driver, Indian dude. Niggas, I don't know why they sell a lot They're car gangster. Once they got the car, my brother. My but that's why I this said. That's why I try to get out of my car. I'm on the sidewalk. And this dude is trying to park his car on the sidewalk. <laughs> and looked at you crazy. He's driving and I'm walking and he hits me and the mirror breaks off on my leg. And he's like, you broke my mirror. I'm like. Wait, it broke, bro? Yeah, it or broke. It, it like snapped. Before, no, it snapped off. So you don't be fouling people, but you breaking mirrors. Ah, <laughs> See what him. contact with got Andre him. does? He broke a car mirror. And he's like, you broke my mirror. I'm like. On my leg, I you hit me with a car. <laughs> with a car. And like, don't be ridiculous. Flipping talk. He's like, hey, you fucking bullshit. I'm like, what? You sit in his car, yelling out the window. 
And then I just, I snapped. I walked up to the window, grabbed him by the back of his head and smacked his head into the fucking steering wheel. Now he bleeding. He was like, I'm calling the cops. I just did. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> uh, Phil Hunt is not associated with none of the crimes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. How long ago was this? I was in college. It was probably like three I, years. Oh, damn. Statue of limitations still in effect. Don't, don't say uh, no names. Oh, yeah. Phil Statue Hunt is not associated with none of this. <laughs> a cab driver listening going to be like, ah, oh, I thought sue, you told A cab driver too? He's going to sue you for lost wages and all. <laughs> I can't believe you broke his mirror, though. That's kind of funny. <laughs> If I hit you and you break my mirror, I'm gonna be like, nigga, what are you made of? <laughs> How did I break my mirror on the first How fast was he going? Oh no, he had some speed though. Like that's he was driving the... on the side. So, yeah, that's that real to... moments in life. Like I said, as an adult, where you gotta be like, damn. And then when, make... when when someone shows you that it's yeah. worth less to them than it is to you, you gotta be like, all right, fam. Like I said, with dude. I, that was me. I uh, felt party. like such a bitch driving back around the block, but yeah. it was just like, "Yo, fam, if he's car, this nigga tripping, man. oh, I was going off with, in tripping. the car, windows rolled up. I was like, "What a dumb motherfucker!" That's why black people don't have nothing. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you got punk when you go there. That's why black people don't have nothing because we treat each other like this. I was in, when I was in the, at this party and I got jumped. That's when I decided to not fight anymore. Is when the niggas I had lost the shoe already and I'm outside. I was I, I fought because the nigga took my shoe and he was trying to take me up top, but I know how to not get that happen. You right? know how to not get slammed. Yeah, so he just grabbed my shoe and threw it. But I don't fought already in the club. I fought a couple niggas already in the club, and then I'm outside, and now I'm seeing more Hennessy bottles and more niggas running. I'm just like. Y'all multiplied? Is more you niggas? Yeah. Y'all and, not and satisfied? That's the thing, too. Like I said, fighting in school, you kind of know everybody. Everybody knows you. You know it'll get broken up soon. When you're in public, you don't know. One is you don't know who you fight. Ex-Marine, ex-whatever. He might have been the motherfucker that killed Bin Laden. You don't know. That ain't motherfucker you want to fuck with. Yeah, but and then, two, you don't know who's with him. So all that fighting in the club like that. Shit. Everybody want to jump in and have the story. Yeah, I hit that nigga with a hit. Fuck that nigga. I hit him with a hit. Yeah, I always After thought somebody that was, else did all the work. I always thought that was And you run up with a Hennessy bottle. Bam! Like, yeah, that's the one They want to be that like, guy. Like, yeah. One thing I've, I've learned from all these fucking fights. Most people don't want to fight. Yeah. Right. But the difference is hood niggas think they want to fight and until. think they can yeah, and you know, then so they'll take any because they need that victory. But that was what you was talking about earlier. That small they victory need that over somebody. Bullshit. Yeah, and then when you don't give it to them, which yeah. is how I ended up getting hit with Hennessy bottles, but it's because they started look. They were you losing bigger victories, like yeah. George Bush still in that second election. Yeah, so they, they're <laughs> need losing. To aim for that kind now of shit. It's not, that's when it escalates. Have you, for me. you ever been jumped, Kev? Uh, like I said, no, because you have to catch me. I got jumped. Got to catch you one, and then by the time you were old enough, when people really started jumping people, you were so big, people were like, "We only need a couple people for him." You can't see it now, Dre, but I was fast, and you gonna catch me after work. They tried to jump me, but I ran. So yeah, I had that happen before too. We know you gotta uh, get out of here, man. Uh, Anything you want to plug? Where can they Um, find you at? When is this? I don't know. When is this uh, episode? uh, uh, it's coming out whenever. Oh shit! So uh, like I'm literally gonna... next week or Monday, Tuesday, right, well, might be Friday. All right. Well, however I feel. Well, um, I have this. Sh- 
I've been showing them all my, my friends, uh, Justin and Rashad. They produced a show called Better Not Bring Your Kids. They're going to be at Caroline's at the end of uh, October 31st, Halloween. So wear your best Halloween costume and come out. It's a regular price that you pay to get into Caroline's. What's the promo code? Promo code? BNBYK. You can get $10 off. But Say that again. The promo code is? BNBYK. It's initials. Okay, and uh, better not bring your kids. Yes, yeah, a very funny comedy show. It's gonna be Kevin Mason, Justin Ramos, and friends. A yeah. lot of funny comics Rashad in New Bashir, York. A couple other. Uh, Andre, you got anything you want to plug? Andre D. Thompson on all kinds of shit. That's it. On all kinds of shit. Yeah, That's you gotta follow space, him on Twitter. He be Black Planet, and hit him up and tell him chastise him about. Oh, never he seeing loves he loves internet trolls. I've seen his responses. I be following this funny <laughs> shit on Twitter, man. And Kev, are you gonna be on the next season of Power? I am. Oh, uh, let me drop my my information at Big Kev Comedy YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Um... Yeah. And you're on what, season six of Power? Um, yeah, we're filming season six now. I will be on season six. It's it's going to be some big things. And what episode were you on? In, when did you premiere in, on Power for the people? Season two was, I was background at that point. And then season three was when I got my audition and they upgraded me to like a recurring. So look for Kevin season three of Power and then you'll see him here and there yeah, yeah. throughout the Yeah, I had a couple episodes. episodes. Season shit. four, I had like seven episodes. I like the way they uh, closed it out. They kind of left it. We still don't really know if Kanan's dead or not. No, Kanan's definitely dead. I don't know why. How they gonna write 50 out? Come on, man. I mean, this is the way the story went. He got shot like I mean, people can't believe it because he got shot in real life like nine times and survived, but he got shot four here, he died. People are like, nah, that's not right. I enjoy no, he's you. dead. I promise you, he's dead. He's I enjoy back. when the show is on. Like I said, you see good energy. It's yeah, good it's good, to really see good writing. A primarily man. black show. Uh, what's her name? Is it Sasha Kemp or is it Courtney? Courtney Kemp. Courtney Admiral. Kemp. Yeah. yeah, she's a really good writer. But uh, <laughs> teach me the motherfucking game, Ghost. Yeah, Every right. time that's I right. see those memes, I die laughing. <laughs> yeah, they said they said the the, the 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 ladies think it's all good being a hoe until your daughter look you in the eyes and say, <laughs> "Teach me the motherfucking game, Ghost." <laughs> Teach me the motherfucking right. game, Black Grimace. Yeah, nah, it's going to be good. Season 6 is, is going to be really look, good. Look out for Kevin Mason Quiet. in Season 6. And uh, it's nice having you, man. Thank Thanks. you, brother. Wait, wait. Where do you... Where's your social media? You don't oh, my social media. Y'all know me. At I am Phil Hunt on the Instagram and the Twitters. And just Phil Hunt on the yeah. Facebook. Bro, this, and, this, ain't your, this ain't your first season. First episode, you gotta let them know so they can follow you. Maybe this is my first time listening. I'm just know? so unconventional, baby. Every just time. too unconventional. Well, it's been fun. That's been all for us. God damn it.